Kislev in the air. Tonight's Yotetz Kislev, the 19th day of the month of Kislev. It's the Yotetz of the Maggid of Mizrich, who's the top student of the Baal Shem Tov. But it's mainly known today in the world as the day that the Lubavit, that the first Rebbe of the Chabad dynasty, Rabbi Shnei Zaman of Liadi, was released from prison. And they, you know, this is so much of, they call it Rosh Hashanah Lachosidus. In Chabad you learn a daily Tanya. The cycle ends today and you start the Tanya again for tomorrow. tomorrow. So I would highly, if, everyone, if anyone ever had a, a, a Ratzon to go into it, to start learning Tanya, and it's so easy today. Chabad.org, you got the daily Tanya, Hebrew, English, about 30 different audio shooting, explaining it also in depth. Be a, a gishmak to start it tomorrow. Very, very special. And this word, the words of this nigan, a Masai Kasimai, and that's the famous letter that the Baal Shem Tov uh, wrote to his brother-in-law explaining about when he went up to the higher chambers and he saw Mashiach there in a certain chamber and he asked him, It's the same language of the way that I think it's in the Gemara about Rabbi Yeshua ben, ben Levi. Rabbi Yeshua ben Levi also had this experience. When are you going to be coming? So he asked him. And then what was the answer of Mashiach? When you spread your wellsprings forth out there. That's why there's such a thing of, of spreading of, in, in Chassidus, of going out, of spreading, because it's to bring Mashiach. We believe, that's what the Baal Shem Tov's Pashat said. But Boaz, Heilige Boaz, told me a great word last year. He said, when is Mashiach going to come? So the Baal Shem Tov asked the Mashiach, that, lang- that question in Aramaic, a Masai ka asimar, and he was answered in Hebrew, lichshayafutzul ma'inatecha chutzah. That was, that was uh, 
You understand? He said, he, he asked him in Aramaic, when are you going to come? Well, when you start talking Hebrew, I guess. When you... <laughs> anyway. All right, so we're continuing. Remember, today we're going <coughs> to... We're going to be finishing... <coughs> finishing Oz Gimel. And um, on Tuesday we're going to be doing... We're going to start Hanukkah. Rabbi Yaakov, I'm very, very excited about that. Rabbi Yaakov Meir Shechter. Um, and this should be a chizuk for Am Yisrael right now in Eretz Yisrael, Bifrat, the Yidin in Amona who are teaching all of Am Yisrael. I don't know if you're following what's going on. They're putting everyone in their place. It's unbelievable. They, what they what they're, have already succeeded in doing, the Jews there that are living there, 40 friends, amongst them one of my close friends, um, who lived with his family for many, many years. They're really reminding Am Yisrael what, what the whole point was about. So anyway, they should give them a lot of chizuk to stay very strong. And I'm sure that what happens from this whole thing will just bring more Kedusha and more Tahara to Am Yisrael. Last time we learned in Od, this, uh, the Od Gimel of the Rebbe, this is what he said. And as I'm saying it, you'll see how true he is because you'll realize how many times you lost your train of thought since I started talking two and a half minutes ago. So you'll, you'll see something incredible. He said that there's two main reasons why mindfulness is such a hard thing for us to work with, why it's so difficult for us to have holy thoughts last. Michlal, why, why the Kwa HaMachshava is such a weak thing? Why is it so hard? So the first thing he said, that when it comes to keeping Dvarim Shebe long-lasting, he says that when we end up being involved in the world of Gdusha, we don't have any hitlahavut from it. We don't have real enthusiasm from it. So the lack of enthusiasm while you're doing something holy will then cause to a weakening of its thought. Right? Like while we're doing all these things that are good things, we don't, like what did he call it? A hitlavut vehitorerut. There's no hitlavut. There's no, you're not really enthusiastic about it. Like even right now, I hope we are, but if we really wanted to strengthen our minds, we would pay attention to how lucky we were as to what we just experienced putting on tefillin, putting on talis, saying the name of Hashem in a shul, surrounded by sfarim and good friends, praising God. If we let that play a role in our life and we let ourselves be touched by it, and there'd be a hit orerut of kedusha from it, guess what? The machshava would become strong. The machshava becomes strong when you let the kedusha seep in. So he says that's problem number one, is that we don't really allow the moments of kedusha play any serious, long-lasting role in our lives, because we don't really, we don't get too excited about it. Okay? That was, the, that, that was what we learned last week. That's the first reason that we, that, that's the first reason that we learned last week. Here you go. So now, he's going to say the second reason. Now, the second reason is something that we really, I think, Dov, Itamar, Baruch, all of us, can really, really, unfortunately, understand. Okay? Um, you see the second line, od chisaron, ve'od chisaron. If you look inside, please. The words of the Piyasetzner, you know, every time we learn a letter of, of the Piyasetzner, I see another German burning in the flames of Gehenna. It's like, it's an incredible thing. Every time we learn this Sefer, I might see a row of Germans, of Nazis, burning in the flames of hell. Because it's like, what, are you, what did you guys think? What do you guys think? We, it wouldn't happen? We, 70 years later, we're here learning the Torahs of someone you gunned down. 
So it's a big, it's a big thing. Let that seep in. Let that play a role of itlavut. That's a very big thing. Okay. Od chisaron yeshbo. Now there's another chisaron, a lacking, that we all suffer, that many of us suffer from. And what's that? Vehu mum tivi. What does mum mean? Blemish. What's tivi? So what does that mean? What's a natural blemish? He says, mum tivi We're all born, not all, I, I can't, see this is where I'm troubled here. I don't know if he means all or many of us. We are born, we're created with something that's called a mum tivi, a natural blemish by the fact that what? We don't have a strong mindfulness. Naturally, the way we're born, like if I ask you right now, on a natural level, just the way we're born, are we born with Kedusha, inherent Kedusha? Absolutely. Without a shadow of a doubt. Are we born in a state of Tahara? Hopefully, Bezrat Hashem, yes. Okay? Are we born with strong, powerful minds? What do you think? So would that be natural, or would that be a natural blemish or an unnatural blemish? That's unnatural. Okay, so, huh? So yeah, so. Well, I, I don't, I don't, I'm not, I'm hopefully not thinking at all. I'm letting him think for me for a few minutes. But what Brandon's saying is what he's saying. He says, "Mum tivi" means a natural blemish that, with our minds, like okay, we have Yiddish hearts. We're born with heart. We're born with a spirit. We're born with a lot of beautiful things. However, there's one thing that he says is a natural blemish, and that is what? Weak mindfulness. This is so, so let me ask you something. If, something. if you're born with something and it's not your nature, then what do you think that says about you? So should you try to work on it or not? Because that's just not in your cards. How do we deal with those kind of things? If you're born with something, isn't that your nature? Yeah, but I'm saying, if you're not born with something, oh, if, you're not born. if you're not born with it, and it's not your nature, so how do you, what's your relationship to that thing? Is it something that you should just accept and say, this is the way Hashem created me? Or do you say, well, God maybe wants me to go beyond my nature? Go beyond your nature. It has to be louder. It has to be, right? Now, what happens to us usually, though? We're, until we figure out what our nature is, it takes like three gulim, right? So we're finally... We're, 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 we're okay if we just figure out, figure out what our nature is, right? Now he's saying, okay, so now you've got to figure out something that's against your nature. So again, This is another lacking that man has, is that is this natural blemish. That he doesn't even have a strong mind. Now granted though, as much as we might be born with this blemish, the, uh, you know, these things do not make it easier at all to have a strong mind. I mean, almost anything. For the Chibre that are learning with us online, I, I lifted up the phone that we're recording out of. We, we don't have a strong mind at all. The mind can only become weakened from the, nat- from the way that we've naturally adjusted our lifestyles. All right? Very, very clear. No one gets a stronger mind from social media. No one. They might have more information going inside their mind, but their mind is not becoming stronger. And let's just not confuse the two. Gaining knowledge does not mean you have a strong mind. Okay? Gaining knowledge and input of information does not mean that you're strengthening your mind. And that's hard for us to understand, right? 
Because we think we have to, you know, the more we know, the more we know we're strong. It's not true. Knowledge is not power per se. You can know very little about something and yet have such a powerful mind. And we think that in order to win in this world, we have to intake knowledge, knowledge, knowledge. It's not true. We have to strengthen our mind. We have to make our minds powerful, powerful, powerful tools so that Kedusha are long-lasting thoughts and not periodic moments of Hitlavut, which then lead us into the gutter when we have all those other bad thoughts about ourselves and about others. All right? This is like he says, It's like telling someone with a small intellect, with a small mind, some kind of great, huge chedesh in the world, and we expect people to understand. But it's very hard because people's seichels are small. And because of this lacking of a, this natural lacking, it's not enough that even when he does wake up, even though his thought does begin to wake up and get strong, it's still not strong in the way that it, he says that it should be. He says that it should be. Meaning, like, okay, so let's say I do have moments of inspiration. And I do have moments of waking up. What's my problem? Is that because my nature is to have a mind that's not so strong, I don't know how to even... I naturally, it naturally doesn't last. I have to go beyond my nature to have good thoughts last. On a natural level, it doesn't last. Mitzadateva. Is that, it's not really optimistic so far. It's a very pessimistic view of... Uh, realistic. What do you guys think? think it's... You think, it's, you think it's pessimistic, or he's just saying like, deal with deal with deal with life. It's, it's the way it's the way it is that people people exercise themselves in various ways. Like some guys can't get up the mountains in the Bay Daniel. <laughs> some guys what? And your brain's the same way. So you can take on information. You can get you can get like shocks of insight, or you can get. But that doesn't mean that you've got a powerful mind that you're trained right. to to process and to actually. Right. to actually figure things out. Right. That, that takes exercise and working on it. Well, a good question, a good test, a litmus test would be like, what could we say our minds are strongest on? If we had to ask ourselves right now, what are we strongest on, right? In terms of... Uh, Survival instincts. Yeah. What else? What else are we really strong on? I mean, each person differently. Like what my mind is most can understand the most and can stay stuck stick, stuck to the most. Like I know for me, for me, many times it's it's just like news. Like I, I you know, especially what's happening in Israel. Like my mind just has no problem retaining the information and keeping and, and thinking about it nonstop. So what else do you think about nonstop? Okay, you don't know, but whatever. Well, things related to what you perceive as after life. So then use it as well. What happens in a mother makes you feel like it's affected right. on your doorstep. Right. So it's something, it, it actually, at the end of the day, your, your brain automatically figures out what it needs to survive. Right. Eating, sex, dangers from whatever's coming right. at you. Like I'm not so engrossed in the Italian elections that just took place right now. There's no effect. If you look Even, at Italy, if you I, think that the Jews right. Well, what's going to get us really sad is how many Idlach don't live in Eretz Yisrael. And what's happening for about the survival of Am Yisrael is not anything that they're thinking about. 
But the mind could think about things that aren't good for us. Like, to be great at that. Not, the news is one thing, but maybe we're stuck on something that not, not, has no holiness in it at all. So does that mean there's a strong mind? Well, if, if we ask ourselves, what, are we, what can we think about with no interruptions, maybe there are certain things that we can think The strong mind is not for the good. <laughs> so, you're learning, so you want to learn, like let's say a man is absolutely obsessed with impure thoughts, so to, to be mild at the Kedusha, that problem, he'd be like, wow, look, look how powerful my mind is. Look what I'm capable of doing. <laughs> okay, but no, no, but he's right. Like, you know, on a certain level, it's like, wait a second, I'm capable, I am capable of like, look how strong I am in this area. You can develop your mind. So if, you, if you get medically involved and trained, you can read so medical so, papers. So this is, this is exactly the point of this. Yourself. Safer. The point of this chavura that he's discussing is to show us that, look, when it comes to those things, you are capable of having a very productive and unfortunately productive and strong, powerful thought. Let's develop the mind. And he's really, what is he really saying without saying the words? He's like, let's just check the Yetzirah so that the Yetzirah Tov can now be that, play that role the way that it did with the Yetzirah. And have these, and you see how powerful you are. Look at, look at, look at what you've done. Look how you, look what you've become in the world. Your mom is the, the, the most gishmak pervert in the world. But look at the, look, look at the way that you can think. So now let's, you know, in Hasidus, the whole concept is focus down. You gotta, you gotta flip it over. But even yet, you have to develop yourself beyond your base. But when you use that word, you run away from it. That's the point. When you say the word, I'm going to work on the Yitzharah, usually all of us just close the book and say we're doomed. It's never going to happen. The way to so, the so you know, is to go into the pure thoughts, right? You can't just... But you have do to that. do it, but you have to be a sneaky son of a gun sometimes. Yeah. Yeah, you got to be, you got to be sneaky. Words, certain words for us sometimes are, we have a, like an on and off button. We hear a certain word, it triggers something, we're done. I'm done with the shir, I'm done with the avodah and myself. You guys know what I mean? Do you have any of those kind of words that just turn you off completely? Yeah? Anyone have a word? You have any word? Come on, no. You must have a word that turns you off. None? Um, let's see, what's a word? What's a word that I just, I hear that word and I'm, I'm done. Anything that starts, you need to. <laughs> you need to. Uh, <laughs> what's a good word? What's a good word that turns me off? Um, it used to be the word, you know, tikkun. Tikkun, tikkun, I, mean, I don't want to hear that word, tikkun, tikkun. Um, okay, we'll figure, we'll figure this out. We'll figure this out. Okay, let's go back inside. This is easy. People are just like, we have a little seichel, shegamken machzik lefem metzichlo. Sometimes we're able to like, understand just something very, very small with a very limited capacity of understanding. And this is in a good way. But mindfulness is only working for me while I'm a little bit aroused and a little bit awake. And then afterwards, again, it becomes missing. Like, I could be in shul and I could swear to you that while we're singing and while I'm davening, that I'm in a zone and that I have a da'at, an awareness of a Kaddish Baruch Hu, right? How could it be that five minutes later, trying to get the kids quiet at the table, 
that zone is completely gone. What does that say about the zone that I was in before? Was that real? It was real, but maybe not so strong. Right. Now, but if something is really real, it then, then it lasts. Then it lasts. Then maybe that awareness that you had while you were davening, there was something, there was something blemished in there. What was, it, what was the blemish? Where was it residing? In the, in the thought, which is a very weak home. Okay, in the Seichel, which is a very weak home, that awareness was residing, it was living in a home, it came to visit in a home, your mind, which is a very shvach place, the, the wind, a wind comes and breaks down your home. What we're trying to do here is to strengthen the yesodot of the bait of the machshaba. The machshaba, that's where the thoughts reside, are in our house, <coughs> in our temple of our mind. And we want to strengthen the foundations and make the walls very, very powerful and rock solid so that when winds come, which are called tirdot olam hazeh, the, 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 the natural worries of this world, when they come, they don't, they don't knock down the whole, the whole house. That's what we're trying to do here. That's what he taught calls the shichlul v'pituach ha-machshaba, the development of the mind, the development of the thought process. Klomar. Do you see the word klomar? Second to last word on this line, about ten rows from the top. It's over here, everyone. Klomar. Do you see it inside, everyone? Okay. Klomar. Meaning to say, Ha'ish ba'al machshava chazaka, someone that does have a strong machshava, as b'sha'ashem mit'orer u'mit'lahev, at a moment that he wakes up and he has enthusiasm, machshava mit'chazeket uvara, his machshava becomes strong and clear, v'ro'eh b'machshavto u'bedimyono, and he sees in his thoughts and in his dimayon. What's dimayon? Imagination. What is he able to imagine? Dimion shel Yisrael b'nei nevi'im. He's connecting to a beautiful world of Am Yisrael. Reminding me, we're sons of prophets. We could see et Hashem yidbarach v'kisek God in His throne. Kol echad v'fi Each person in accordance to where he's at in life. So much so, ad she'afidu achal that even afterwards, after his enthusiasm and his passion, he can go back and grab that thought that he just had and not let it go. What he's saying over here is that if we had strong, developed minds, then let's say I had a gewalt davening and I was flying and then I left shul and things became a little bit shvach again in my surroundings. What would I be able to do? I'd be able to go back to my chakras, go back and grab onto it, and say, yeah, this, 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 this is the real me, this is what I really want, and I wouldn't have to let go of it. We'd be able to go back, Mamish, in time, in space, and grab back onto the high moments that we had of strong, clear processing. Today, if I had, like, you know, if we have a hard time in something, we get distracted, it's almost, ins- it's almost, impossible to go back and say, you know, last night I was really flying at that Baba Malka. Let me go back and hold on to my thoughts that I had while they were singing that nigga. Sometimes when you have like an inspiration and you actually make a change from it, so then you can always go back to the change that you did 
and bring you back to that time. So for example, like I know, like let's say when I started wearing a cartel or when I started going to the mikvah. So all these things, so like, but I, it could bring me back, even though it was now years ago. But it, that thing that I'm holding on today, that I'm doing, it could bring me back that I could try to so go back. So you're saying it's time. based on action that comes from the thought, the strong yeah. thoughts that you had. Yeah, I, oh, it's very strong what you're I'm saying. saying I, I, you yeah, guys understand I mean, what you're saying? I feel, I feel like that helps me. Like, you know, that it, you, I could pinpoint the time, okay, that I tried doing this, I tried working right. this. We had an inspirational share and I started doing this. Right. Or when, you know, all these different things that we all work on, and you can go back to that, hold on, it brings you back to that inspirational That's time. Crazy. What do you mean by inspirational? That is inspirational like you had a, a spark of thought, like it was an emotion? And then you, you actualized it with ritual, and then it, it became more pertinent. Yeah. Or is it when you sat that shiro at that moment that you processed it through Bina, and you actually internalized it and understood it and made it yours through... He's like, talking about action. So, no, but, but I think what, what he's getting at <coughs> is that... So if we, for example, we do, we do actions that become ritual that we do every day. Right. If you have... Like, a, like a, that big instantaneous inspiration thought behind it. Right. If you made a strong mind by processing it and actually exercising that, that, that and developing that muscle, you know, which is not muscle, but you know what I mean? Right. Um, but that you, that you process it through a process of being through right. learning through. So is it that, that you're stimulated it through that process? Is it that, so that, that it came into I, 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 you're really, you're, you're very, it's really helpful what you're doing right now because you're really clarifying. It's really good what you're saying. I'm what, no, no, no. It's very, very deep what you're saying. What the PSS is saying is that most of us are not what you're describing right now. It's not there. That way of, of what you just said of, you know, processing something through Bina and then internalizing it, and that's Kilu in action. Most of us aren't there. Most of us need to actually take a moment of inspiration and, like, not, we don't all have to. It's, it's a beautiful thing if we did start diving with the gartel and saying hold on to a gar- hold on to something in actuality and that actual thing then restores us back to that time when I had an inspiration okay for most of us now the higher level that's because and, and this is because we're born with this blemish that's a TVE that's a natural blemish but obviously the more developed level is to do what you're describing you understand what he was describing yeah. He was describing that on the level of like taking, he said, there's two ways of, of reacting to inspiration. One is what you described, where it's mamish a tachlis thing, that I get inspired and I go and buy a safer or I go and do something on a, on a maisa level. Mm-hmm. That's something I can hold on to, right? Or what Brandon was saying was that I have a moment of, and you could tell, I, I could tell you probably spent a lot of time with Lubavitch. <laughs> Just the way, you can't run away, brother. Okay. You cannot run away, no matter you what. Try, you can try, but you can't. You can run, but you cannot hide. Because the Breslover would never speak the way you just spoke right now. Ever. Ever. It's absolutely not. Maybe that's what I don't understand. <laughs> what he's saying is that in Chabad, what does Chabad stand for? Chokhmah, Bina, and Dat. Do you want to understand what that means? Start learning the Tanya tomorrow. Maybe we should start learning Tanya together. It would be amazing. Chochma, the truth is, I'm not going to go into this right now too much in depth because it'll, it'll take hours and hours. And I've spent many years on this as well, and I'm only on the, the outskirts of it, okay? 
I want to give you Rav Steinsatz's Pedersh. You know, that it should be a Rav for him as well. It's a Rav we had a stroke last week. So, Chochmah, there's three faculty, faculties of the mind. Is this okay we're doing this now? Yeah? Not so convincing. You guys seem yes. a, little, a little bit tired. It's okay? I'm, I'm also exhausted. We could go for it. Blues? No, that was last night's <laughs> <That> Torah. <laughs> Chochmah, Bina, in that, the three faculties of the mind, okay? Chochmah means, um, Rav Steinzot says, you have a moment of barak, of lightning. Something comes down in, in your mind like lightning. You don't understand it. You haven't made sense of it at all. But there's chokhmah, a moment of, of uh, how would you say, like a, just a moment of enlightenment. Okay? Something up in here. Not yet here. Just something here. You learn something. You don't really know what I mean. Bina means, like Brandon was saying, processing and un- taking that moment of chokhmah and let it process and stim in your mind in a way that you can relate to it and it relates to you, that which you understood. That's what you thought you understood. That, the way that Rav Steinsatz learns that in many of the schools of thought, is that now that I had this moment of lightning, of an enlightenment, and I've thought about it and processed it in my mind, I now have the knowledge as to how to interpret it in my life. And I know what to do with that which my mind, with my intellect, initially took in. So Brandon's saying, on a Lamaisa level, on an actual level, a Chabatzker will say that taking on something in your mind and in your dot is just like a, an action level of going and buying a gartel or buying something physically or doing something on an actual level. Now, for the, for the, more, for the more developed intellect, it's true what you're saying. That sounds like what he's saying by the strong mark. It's the goal. Well, he's, he's going to, look, he's not saying what the avoda is in this paragraph. He's explaining the lacking, okay? We'll see how he says lemaise, whether it's more like you or more like you. That seems like a much higher level. Of course it is. That's like really because what happens? Because then you don't need anything materialistic, materialistic yeah. in order to bring you back to that place. That's, that's what he said over here right now. He said someone with a, with a really, like in this sentence, this is what Brandon, this is what he said. But he's going to address the chaver that, have a, that don't have this natural, strong, you know, seichel. He's saying when you have a naturally strong, developed mind, and you're working with the faculties of chokhmah and bina and da'at. Shut me up if I'm doing, if I'm red herring too much. But isn't that what he's saying? That if it's not natural, you have to develop it. Not yet. Not yet. He's explaining the differences between people yet. And he's not going yet and giving instructions. He's explaining how different people uh, uh, react. He's not telling us yet what to do. But he's saying that, yeah, when, and I'm thinking about it in here so often that I, you know, sometimes we're diving here. I'm like, my gosh, I know that, that like Shabbos is going to be Gan Eden now. Because it's, you know, how could it not? We're just, we're flying. And it's just flowing. But then, you know, my daughter will walk in and say, Mommy needs you or something, right? What happens to me naturally? So the off button from the hitlavut gets turned off. Why? Because I don't know how I can blend both worlds of I'm flying here, but I have to now go and change a diaper or whatever it is, right? Someone gave me a book yesterday of this, uh, of this woman. She, she's a gavav, but she wrote a book about uh, how she used to be, she was a conservative rabbi, and without getting into that right now, and, and she used to like be very mocked on Dafin every morning, Minyan learning Daf Yomi and everything, and 
And then she became a mom, and she's full-time mom, and now she's, she was, you know, busy taking care of changing diapers every day. And for her, she internalized it that the changing of the diapers was for her like a korban tamid, lahavdil. Because this was her avoda, and that's an avoda that happens all the time. So that, that was her internalizing on a mindfulness of what she's busy doing right now. I, found, I actually found that to be very inspiring and very beautiful. Because all of us, Baruch Hashem, are stuck very much in this world. Most of us have little children. Most of us are dealing with things that, you know, are on, on a day-to-day basis that are not, we're not sitting, we're not secluded in a forest right now, you know, coming home every two weeks with a loaf of bread and a, and a sack of potatoes and discussing with, you know, it's not, it's not our lives. So we have to figure out a way how to develop our minds in a very, you know, olam hazeh, very olam, and it's a bracha, in a very olam hazeh level. But, he, but again, he does say that when your mind is developed and it's strong, you could, mamish, you could see what the Nevi'im saw. It's almost like uh, Yisumar was saying, like, if one has a very strong mind for like, being a manuval, so like, that comes from, from, from Dimino, meaning the, guy, the guy's an imagination, like, wow, I have that, the sight that I saw that moment, wow, it would be amazing if I could just continue with it and do this, and you just start to like, get lost in right. your Dimion. And like if you that you can focus on for really good long periods of time and create fantastic imagination. Right. But then like almost but that if you can have to try to make a switch and take that same co-op and pull it to Shafras was developed this morning and hold on, pull it back, you know, pull it back right. to that and like just connect it with a really piece of cover. Um it, it, it's almost the same Power, from yeah. the same place. Nahon. Except that one's natural and one's unnatural. Right. That's exactly what he's... Exactly. Exactly. You think you can change your nature, by the way? I think... I think you can. I've seen people that mamish have changed... Tikkun Amidos means changing your nature. He said in Tishra. Huh? He said, how are you going to make me ready? That's good. He said in Tishra. But... I don't want... If we keep on going here, you know, this is it. We could change, change the itinerary next year and then <laughs> change the level. We're going one stop. It's called Hadditch. You know, where we'll be. <laughs> okay, let's continue. Let's, let's finish this paragraph. <clears throat> Litzayer, we're, we're in the, the line that starts Litzayer in the middle of the page. Litzayer lo gam ata et kvodoit barach asher when the nature is that powerful, you could just draw in front of you the covet of Hashem right in front of you. And this strong thought that you're holding on to, at any moment, he's saying, that you want to be that you prepare yourself, you have access to be completely restored back to that strong developed mind that identified itself with Kedusha. But he says, But the ones that are born with this natural blemish cannot just re-access this point. It doesn't, it doesn't work like that. He has no point of reference. It's not strong enough to relink himself back to anywhere. All his thoughts, even when he does wake up and he has enthusiasm, it's just a spark. 
And then he calls it like a Sechel HaTipesh, right? Umikol Sheken, Ba'avurit La'avuto, Ne'ederet Mimenu Kol Min Machshava Ila'a. At the moment, right, right after his Yislavus passes, he doesn't have any high thoughts. Now that's what I could, I could mamash relate to that. Like, I could be in a zone of really tefillah, learning gewalt, right? And then, you know, you put on last night's highlights, I'm out. I, I'm, I'm, not at, I'm not at all mushpah anymore. I'm not at all influenced by the inspiration I just went through. I'm completely in the staple center, or wherever it is that I am. But I'm definitely not in the base midrash anymore. At all. I can only relate to things of this world like lechem and tapuche adama, like bread and potatoes and umichzar and shred. That's all I could think about, nothing more. Lachem. All of this kind of person's enthusiasm, it's just the thing that comes mimela, like on its own. Okay? Like Yom Kippur, like a moment of Yom Kippur. Or in some kind of moment, a Semcha, I don't know what it was. You know, a Kumzitz by the Baal Shem Tov. Yeah, that'll, that'll get you. That'll really get you. But, but that happens and it's gone. But could it be possible for a man like this to awaken enthusiasm in his thoughts? <coughs> And to actually that you're now elevating yourself? Eif Shiloh. A person like this can't. He doesn't have access. He doesn't have power. You know, for this access, you need a lot of strength. He's saying a person like this, he doesn't have access to it. So in this paragraph, this is a long one, what the PSS was saying, he was describing two main reasons why it's very hard for us to be mindful, mindfulness, why it's such a difficult thing to keep strong moments lasting. One is because we don't know, we haven't learned yet how to figure out how to let ourselves be touched by life and let the good moments actually seep in. That's one, okay? The Kedusha seep in, letting the, soup, the Kedusha seep in. We haven't figured that out yet. We don't do that. We did. Our days would be completely different if we understood the depth of the privilege that we had this morning to come to this little humble little shul between Yerushalayim and Hebron and daven to Hashem, surrounded by friends, and we understood what that really meant. It'd be much easier for us to have these thoughts of kedusha be much more long-lasting. But secondly, the way he explained it here, he says, "Okay, now I want to explain to you why that's so hard." Because on a natural level, most of us are created with a certain blemish. What's this blemish? A weak mind. Now that's very hard for many people to swallow because you look up at Hashem and say, how could you have created me like this? Right? But this is, what would the tzaddikim say? He said, ah, you figured out what your blemish is. What a schus you have now. Because now you actually know what you're here to do. You know what you're here to work on. So you can either look at it and say, like, I can't believe it. I figured out that this is my nature. Look at, look at what's, look what, no. You figure out a little bit of what you have to work on. And for that alone, Chassidus says, go and dance now for 20 years because go, go take a look at cemeteries. 
I do this all the time, by the way. Whenever I'm, I don't know why, but I've been doing this for years. Whenever I drive by a cemetery, I always wonder how many people spent most of their lives in a spiritual coma. That, that they were born, they lived for 80 years, and now they're in the ground. It's not to be ma'ar dinim on them, chas v'shalom. It's not to be awakening, rousing judgment on them. It's just to wonder, like, how many people actually spend time in their lives trying to figure out what they should work on in terms of their midas. So the fact that we haven't fixed it yet does not mean that things are bad. It means that what a gevat, if we've, if we've learned and we've noticed that our train of thought is so weak or leads to such great horrible places, what a great thing to work on. You found my turn-off word, by the way. Which one? <laughs> work. <laughs> Boom. Boom. Power off. I said like seven times in the last minute, I'm out of here. Triggered, and you're triggered, and you got the trigger. <laughs> trigger. What were you going to say, Tom? Can we just fine-tune this? We established that most people are born with a weak mind. We just said that. When we, is that literally a weak mind, or a weak mind to have a strong mind for thoughts of Kedusha? Meaning, is it our mind is weak across the board when we say most people are born with a weak mind? Or... or it's a weak mind. It, it means the same thing. Strong in our thoughts. Same thing. It means the lack same. Lack of control over our minds. Right. Lack of control over our yitzhar, which is our mind. Right. So it means lack. You know, deciding what our minds think about and what they don't think about. That's, that's it's the same thing. There's no difference between the two. But, but then, you how could you have a strong mind in certain things that are producers that we're not born with the attention? Well, well, one of them. He already gave half the answer by describing what the first problem is, right? That we don't let Kedusha seep into our lives. That we don't let these moments, because of root, because of technique, because of the way we've just become robotic with most things, it just strengthens the weakness of our mind. But, he, but this what this whole Sefer is all about, to become the name of Shavatova, yeah. You could train The development. That your mind actually realizes, if you, if you train yourself to do something, and it will go back to it automatically. It's really a problem to think about this. What, what this is really saying is that you don't possess it through nature, the ability to have a connection. You have the opportunity to make it your own, which is and then when much that happens, real and rewarding. When, uh, when that happens, the 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 the, the uh, so just, anything that you don't have to work on, you, you don't have to earn. Exactly. Work, it's hard to really. Yeah, work. Don't say that word. <laughs> your intention. What, what, what would be a, what would Cliff say? Like, what would you say instead of work? Not that worth I like work. work. I like worth work. Worthwhile it's privilege. Not the word yeah. Life <laughs> yeah. But so he, so so the tzaddik would say, if you worked on this, all those other things in life that seems that you're working on so hard would become so much more naturally easy for you to deal with. Right, if we all believe that completely, we'd all spend all of our lives working on this. And then, and, then, and then it would naturally, all the other stuff that I do, it seemed to me like I have so many other things, somehow they'd figure, you know, it would be a, nat- there'd be a natural flow and stream of consciousness that would seep into every single area of our, of our lives. That, that's really Imunas Tzaddikim, that, that's really believing when what the Torah is saying, what the Tzaddikim, all their Eitzes are saying, is that it's not just for now to fix anger, no, but if you fix anger and you cleanse anger, then all these other areas in life that you're not even aware of right now will become more refined and more polished, and, and it, would, it would just flow into everywhere else. This is the second of the second. Yeah, the moment. God. So we're going we're gonna to keep it, we're going to keep the Itlavut stronger.
We're going to develop our minds in a way that allow us to keep those moments of inspiration long-lasting. By the way, don't think that there's a chance of getting to any of this without crying over this in tefillahs. There's no way. Now we're going to... You know, he brought a whole Lubavitcher thing today. Now we're going to bring Rabbi Nachman back. There's no way in the world we could figure any of this out without crying over this. Crying, yes, but the, the work is, seems to be... The, ha beha They're dependent on each other. They're dependent on each other. The, the, the crying... But the crying is not a... Is not a uh, no, no, it's not instead. I think it's the hardest right. thing.